you know, the biggest thing and the biggest priority was keeping people safe and healthy. I think that was probably the biggest pivot, just learning how to work, not being physically together, but still keep the business going. And I think everyone's been pretty resilient and creative in figuring out how to do that and still keep things moving in the right direction. Dealers are at a precipice. The latest crisis around the COVID-19 pandemic has pushed their business to the edge. And this is after a years-long downward trend in margins. The cumulative effect of this onslaught has brought many dealers to a dark place where they're losing hope. Dealers will only make it through to the light at the end of the tunnel by learning from the challenges and sharing in the successes of those who truly understand what it takes to survive in this industry. I'm Alex Vetter, and this is Unscheduled Maintenance, where we hear stories from the brave, audacious, and creative dealers that keep our industry moving forward. Angela is the chief marketing officer for Hyundai here in America. She's a whiz, been many years in the business at every aspect of marketing and advertising. Angela's been involved in automotive for several years, coming to Hyundai after managing the account at their agency of record in Ocean, USA. Today, Angela shares her experience at Hyundai, leading the manufacturer's COVID-19 response. She speaks on the effects of closing their factory in Montgomery, Alabama, how the OEM is supporting dealers, and the pioneering work they're doing to test and help at-risk children, their families, and communities all over the country through their social responsibility program, Hope on Wheels. And you better believe that dealers have played a big part in these efforts. Angela has so many inspirational stories and operational insights into what a major automotive organization can do to leverage its power for good. Today, she's joined by Brooke Skinner-Ricketts, our Chief Experience Officer here at CARS. As the leader of both our product and marketing organizations, Brooke crafted our COVID response programs, much like Angela did at Hyundai. Her team's put together our new virtual appointment and home delivery solutions, just the latest experience of her driving product as a brand user experience. Prior to CARS, Brooke served as the Vice President of Brand Marketing at Avant and the Head of Brand Strategy at Twitter. Brooke, Angela, take it away. Thank you, Alex. And Angela, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I'd love it if you could start by just telling me a little bit about how Hyundai was doing at the beginning of 2020. I remember this, the Super Bowl commercial. It was hilarious, really fantastic work. Um, Just want to kind of understand where we were pre and, and then we'll get into where we are now. Yeah, uh, well, we were doing really well, um, thankfully. And it was because we had a really good 2019. Um, Hyundai's been on a turnaround for the last couple of years. And I think that's primarily due to the fact that we finally have a full lineup in our portfolio of SUVs, which we were a little late to the market bringing those. And um, really at the end of 2018, well into 2019, we really got to a really good place with our product lineup. So we had really good wind at our back when we started 2020. And we also had the launch of our all new 2020 Sonata, which was all new redesigned and for a car at that price range. Um, with many OEMs getting out of the sedan segment, we we definitely are still in it, and we were very excited about launching this car. It was so great. We wanted to even cast it in our Super Bowl spot, which you mentioned, our Smart Pack uh, spot, starring some incredible Boston celebrities that did a great job bringing that technology to life. Oh, look at this guy. 
Hey, Rachel, how are you? Hey, good, how are you? He's not getting that car in there. No, sir. So uh, our Smart Park uh, production was a lot of fun. We had some really great celebrities that um, jumped at the opportunity once they knew we were leveraging a Boston accent. So we had John Krasinski, Rachel Dratch. Um, we had uh, Chris Evans. And then, of course, he's not from Boston, but he's uh, a brother of Boston, and that's David Ortiz or Big Poppy. The group was very collaborative and very professional. There was a lot of um, just impromptu a change in the in the script that no one had anticipated. So Rachel Dratch came up with, uh, this is a ghost car. At the end, that was not scripted. And of course, John Krasinski's so cute, you know, he's like, Look at these two troublemakers. Hey, Johnny, how are you? Wicked car, is that new? Yeah, it's a Sonata. He came up with that and- um, Look who's got smart park. And that's when he threw the key fob behind his shoulder like he was putting on the smart parks. And so there was a lot of fun in that. He also came up with um, uh, your bigness at the end when, you know, David Ortiz was yelling at the window that they couldn't park their car there. Sorry about that, your bigness. Did you guys know he lived there? I had no idea. They were a lot of fun. They were very funny on set. And just, I think everyone had a really good time with it. It did a great job for us um, in a lot of ways. We won number one for the automotive category for USA Today's ad meter, which we're really proud of. And it just did a great job um, launching this vehicle in a segment that is decreasing. I think we just all felt like we were going to head into 2020 with a lot of wind at our back. And then COVID-19 happened. You know, can totally relate to feeling like you have the wind at your back and then thud, right? Yes. <laughs> so let's talk about the immediate effects aside from, you know, being together and apart. But tell, tell me about kind of the immediate effects on your day to day. Yeah. Um, well, we've been watching um, COVID-19 from the early days because what was happening in Asia. And um, our plant in Ulsan, South Korea, had actually... Um, shuttered for a few days because we did have an employee who tested positive for COVID-19. So they had to shut the plant, go in, disinfect. And so we were concerned um, from the, you know, probably starting as early as January. You know, the biggest thing and the biggest priority was keeping people safe and healthy. I think that was probably the biggest pivot, just learning how to work not being physically together, but still keep the business going. And I think everyone's been pretty resilient and creative in figuring out how to do that and still keep things moving in the right direction. Um, so that's been one of the biggest things is just figuring out how do we work in the, under this you know, new normal like everyone else. You know, I know you had to close your factory in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, would love to hear just a little more about that and um, how you got there and, and how that how, how that went. Yeah, uh, the plant in Montgomery. So we're very close to them. They're part of our daily call. Uh, they did have an employee who tested positive for COVID-19. So they um, shut the plant or closed the plant to do disinfecting and ensure that it was a safe place. But then we decided to halt production as many OEMs did, which is in line with where the business was going, um, which is really important to do. Um, you don't wanna overproduce if then the marketplace isn't going to be asking for those vehicles. So that coordination is really key to the entire supply chain that we have to deal with. The other part of that are our suppliers, um, making sure that they were also 
Um, in fiscal good health, you know, a lot of these small businesses, it's very difficult to keep cash flow going. Um, so they're a huge part of that uh, supply chain as well. So working very closely with those companies to ensure that that supply chain um, continues so we don't run out of parts as we continue to build cars in the factory. So anyway, we, I think we've been through the worst of it, but it, it seems to be coming out the other side and, and looking at the sunlight again. That's great. It's got to feel really good to have that energy of production going again. I mean, that's such, such a heart of the business. Yeah, it's a hard. The guys down there were saying it's, it was really hard to be at the factory and not hear, I guess, the, you know, sort of the whirl of the, the factory buzzing in the background. Um, so I think they're happy to, to get it back up and running and turning the lights back on, so to speak. So it's, it's a good moment in time. We're feeling good about May. Tell me about the situation with your dealers, with Hyundai's dealers. How are they managing and and how are you helping? Well, the dealers are such an important part to our ecosystem. Um, And they've been really amazing uh, during this time. I mean, they really are incredible um, entrepreneurs and uh, leaders of their own businesses. And um, we've been in constant contact with them as well, um, really keeping them abreast of what we were doing and um, seeking their input of what they needed um, in order to get them through this time as well. And we were very focused on the the health of the dealers, just not physically, but financially as well. So we did a lot of things during this time to help them um, just get through it in a way that felt like we were all in this uh, together. And, you know, as many states started to shutter with government mandates for them to close down, those were very, very hard times. Our East Coast was really affected by this. Um, And then, of course, California, too. We still have dealerships in L.A. County area that are not allowed to be open. Uh, We worked really hard at all levels to try to get those states or those counties that were shuttering dealerships to say, hey, they are part of essential business. And a lot of them then were ready to or were allowed to be opened for service, which helped a lot. Um, And that was really great because those dealers employ a lot of people. We'll be right back. It's interesting to hear how Angela and the team at Hyundai have delivered impactful, meaningful marketing messages throughout this crisis. Having a unique message, you know, and and the ability to deliver it at the right time is so critical right now. We are helping dealers with our fuel solution and tier two agencies. By leveraging our shopping data, we can make sure that marketing messages are only being delivered to people that are actually in the market. Amidst at an important time when shooting new spots may not be an option for dealers, we're letting them use libraries of creative templates that we've built so they can tailor fit the message. Visit fuel.cars to learn more about our in-market video solution and fuel your business. So on another note, I, you know, we're seeing a lot of OEMs jumping into making ventilators, masks, PPE, et cetera. Um, you guys are doing something a little bit different. Tell, tell me about what you're doing. Yeah, we, um, we were watching everybody make ventilators too. Um, and we know Washington was calling on our American OEM counterparts to help them do that. And, you know, makes a lot of good sense. Like, can you use a factory that isn't making cars right now to make ventilators? So that's where we started thinking as a group. We were given the challenge um, 
especially in the marketing department, you know, what are the blue sky ideas? What can Hyundai do beyond helping our dealers and offering things to our customers and our owners, which was our first thing to think about? What can we do for our community? So we zeroed in on testing and it was kind of funny. I mean, we're like, okay, testing. Well, we don't know anything about testing. I mean, where do you get the tests? You know, how do you do this? I mean, and it's, it's actually really complicated. Thankfully, very smartly, we thought about our corporate social responsibility program called Hope on Wheels, which um, is really a program that was um, started by our dealers and we have it in partnership with Hyundai. But for those who don't know, it is, um, it's a great program. It's for every vehicle that's sold, every Hyundai vehicle that's sold, a portion of that vehicle is donated to pediatric cancer. So we've been doing this for about 22 years. So we um, worked with our lead on this program at Hyundai. His name is Zafar Brooks, and he's very connected in this community. And we reached out and asked, how can we help with testing, knowing that children who are going through critical diseases like cancer are very compromised at this time. They may not be in the hospital at this moment, but they're at home and making sure that they don't you know, get the virus and get sick um, was really paramount. And so we ended up in by over about a two and a half week period, first started with 11 children's hospitals, but then brought on 10, excuse me, 11 more hospitals um, that are just general hospitals. So 22 hospitals, we donated $4.3 million to help those hospitals administer drive-through COVID testing. And then we were also able to get 65,000 COVID-19 tests from, it's a South Korean-based company called Seijin Technologies. It's one of the leaders in the PSR swab test. Um, and we were able to give those to some of the most critical cities hardest hit by COVID-19, New Orleans, Detroit, Chicago. Um, so that's where we've put a lot of our emphasis was in testing. And I believe we were the first a company to help do this. And I think we're still the OEM who's helping with testing. Um, and we're, we're continuing to put more money into this where it's needed most. So that's where we ended up putting our focus and efforts. You know, it seems like you're sticking really close to um, just the fundamentals of your brand and your business and, and just applying what you're best at, you know, in this, in this moment of need, which is really smart. Tell me how you're seeing dealers step up during this time, the Hyundai Dealership Network. Yeah, dealers, I think in their hearts, they like to give, especially to their local communities. You know, these guys are sometimes, you know, hometown celebrities and they're well known. Uh, so they're all very generous with their local communities. But because they're so closely tied to Hope on Wheels, it is, you know, a program they own. Um, they it, they put in their money into the program as much as Hyundai does. Uh, they really tapped into this. They love this. They jumped in and said, yes, let's use a portion of the money that we've, um, you know, sort of earned through this program and give it for drive through COVID testing. From a business perspective, what are you seeing the, the more successful, the most savvy of your dealership network? How are they working to sort of push through and beyond and, and overcome uh, where we are now and, and get toward whatever our new normal is going to look like? Yeah, digital retailing, as we talked about um, before, I, I think is really key. This is um, for sure probably the biggest thing that I think, again, if, if dealers were already doing this, it really gelled during this time, uh, because it was a way for them to still stay in business, 
um, with the limitations of maybe not having their showrooms open. And who knows what's going to happen with showrooms in the short term? You know, I mean, you're still going to have to have people social distance. Um, I think it'll still be complex for a while. I think it's part of the new normal as they learn how to still do business moving forward. So I don't think that'll be an easy thing to just say, well, we did it through COVID-19 and we don't really need it. Uh, I mean, I know they love having people come into the showroom and people do love going into the showroom, but I think people also will be a little more cautious um, than just driving down to the local dealership and just kicking the tires. Um, So we know that online shopping is huge. Um, Consumers are really savvy about it. Um, And I think this uh, online paperwork, getting pre-approved for your loan to the point where you can do an e-signature and then have the vehicle delivered to your home. A lot of people like it. Um, I think that they've been very rapid to adopt to these things. And then a lot of them, most of them, are cautious, but they're optimistic. Um, they wanted to keep wholesale going. They feel like retail's going to come back. Uh, they want to be prepared for when COVID, the worst part of it, is past us. And so I think, again, that entrepreneurial spirit um, and investing in their businesses today, not quite knowing when we'll be out of it, was another part. So those who were able to financially do that, um, I think, will come out of this um, with a really positive upside because they're prepared for what I think is going to be a lot of pent-up demand. I'm sure of that. I'm sure of that. And we start, we've already started to see it in terms of shopping activity on, on our site, which is uh, a little further upstream. So, so that's cool. Well, it has to be just um, really gratifying to have, have, I mean, it's, you, you've been able to play a really active role in some really positive um, pieces as, as we've moved through this and, and not only as a company, but as a brand and as a leader. Um, I'm curious about kind of just what motivates you personally. Um, we've talked a lot about Hyundai and, and the business but I'm curious about you and and what motivates you. I don't know. I think in general, I'm a, I'm a pretty optimistic person. Um, as much as I've hated COVID-19 and this pandemic, um, I think it gave us an opportunity, I think, to just pause and pivot and think about our business in a smarter way. I do think we've gotten smarter. I think we are more collaborative. I think we are more Um, just in tune to how to understand each other's part of the business, knowing that every single piece of it had to fire just right in order to keep going. And so I just think we're very lucky right now in this point in time to have a lot of like-minded people um, who I think are positive and optimistic. And we have felt challenged on some days, but nobody got so discouraged that we just didn't feel like we couldn't figure it out. Um, so I think that's part of my personality too. And, um, I think that's what helped motivate me through this time. And, um, I draw on a lot of the experience I've had from the past. So last, last question, if you could say one thing to every dealer listening to this podcast, as if you were standing right in front of them face to face, what would you say? You know, I think I would just say, keep up the great work. I mean, honestly, uh, they, they're positive too. I mean, I would be scared to death, honestly, if I owned a dealership, knowing what is behind that operation, the pressure that's felt there to have your business uh, close because of a government mandate. I mean, who's ever really had that happen before? That's tough. Um, But, you know, these are amazing individuals. They're entrepreneurs. Um, They are optimistic. Um, You know, they're fighters. So that's what I would say. Keep up the good work. We have their back. 
you know, we are really proud to have all the dealers that we have that in our network. And um, we've all become very close through this process. And, um, you know, they've leaned on us and we've had to lean on them. So I think it's been actually really nice that they're they're great. They're a great bunch of people who are in it um, and they don't give up. They're really an incredible group. I, I totally agree. There's a there's an amazing spirit there that really I think it's the it's that that spirit that's going to carry us through uh, this to what's next. So, so well, thank you so much. It was so great to spend some time together, and I just really appreciate your time and and your insight and all that you're doing uh, for for the the industry and for for the country really. So, um, thanks for stepping up and thanks for taking the time to to talk to us. Well, I'm, it was my pleasure. I, I thank you so much for the invitation. I'm proud of us for figuring out how to do this remotely. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're now new audio techs, yeah. but <laughs> so thank you very much. It, it's been a pleasure, pleasure meeting you and pleasure doing this today. I appreciate it so much. Likewise. Cool. Back at you, Alex. Thanks so much, Angela and Brooke. It's rare to get to hear such great insights from one of the major manufacturers. Today's conversation should give everyone some perspective on how the entire industry, from top to bottom, is doing amazing work to address the COVID crisis. Come back next week for some more wisdom, and we'll return our dealer stories of conquering the challenges put in our way. 